0: Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars it is an audio experience an audio experience that uses the writings of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore mindfulness. But it does many other things as well. And one of those things is explore ideas. And this, is an ex- this, I assume, is a universal experience. Maybe it's not, but let me describe it to you. I think it is because there was an episode of Seinfeld about it. You wake up in the middle of the night and you think you have a good idea and you write it down on a piece of paper or, or you find some way to record the idea. And then in the, in the cold light of day, you re-examine the idea and you discover that it is not a good idea, it is nonsense. And with practice, not easy, but I believe with practice, we can train our mind to have that quality of idea at any time of day. And I will demonstrate that. I was just brushing my teeth and I had the following idea. <clears throat> or maybe, how about, how about how would we read a little bit of my of The Chestnut of Mars by DeGrasse the Burroughs, then we return and I explain these, this fairly compelling idea that's of the quality of a nighttime bad idea. Chapter 9 Adrift Over Strange Regions. Presently, Gek pushed aside a door that opened from the stairway and before them Tara saw the moonlight flooding the walled court where the headless Rikors lay beside their feeding troughs. She saw the perfect bodies. She's obsessed with how perfect these bodies are. She saw the perfect bodies, muscled as the best of her father's fighting men and the females whose figures would have been the envy of many of Helium's most beautiful women. But they did have no heads. Ah, if she could but endow these with the power to act, then indeed might the safety of the panthan be assured. But they were only poor lumps of clay, nor had she the power to quicken them to life. Ever must they lie thus until dominated by the cold, heartless brain of the caldene. The girl sighed in pity, even as she shuddered in disgust. Let's, Let's try and emulate what that sounded like. So she's sighing in pity, uh, While also shuddering in disgust. (sighs) As she picked her way over and among the sprawled creatures toward the flyer. So that's our portion of the story for today. Earlier today, I had harvested some potatoes that I had grown in a plastic grow bag. And I had laid the potatoes out and I was taking a picture of the potatoes to memorialize the crop. And my camera phone has this feature where it will draw a little rectangle around what it detects through facial recognition as a face. And I'd identified multiple potatoes as faces just because they're round things that have dots on them that might, Roughly coincide with the locations of facial features, and I thought this <laughs> this is like in this moment, like it's it's futuristic technology identifying the idea that a potato is like a head, and what if that information somehow travelled back in time to the creator? Of Mr. Potato Head, and, and it was this sort of almost paradoxical loop of information flowing backwards, and then the the, the creation of the object flowing forwards that led to the, the existence of Mr. Potato Head, and the creator of Mr. Potato Head would be some kind of Miles Bennett Potato Head. Now because so, the creator the, of the Terminator is Miles Bennett Dyson. But this guy's called Miles Bennett, Miles Bennett Potato Head because he created Mr. Potato Head. <clears throat> That's the kind of thing that if you thought of that in the middle of the night, if you woke up, it was 3 a.m., and you thought, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe Mr. Potato Head was created by Miles Bennett Potato Head, and then you'd think, oh, God, I need to remember... You'd, you'd, you you'd could become stressed, you could become stressed because you think this idea is of a quality that it needs to be preserved for tomorrow, but you're sleepy, it's like, do I want to, do I want to put, the, do I need to get up, do I need to try, and find, do I need a little notepad, do I need to scribble, If, if what if I can't read it, your mind is, screwing. maybe I'll just remember, maybe if I think hard I'll be able to remember Miles Bennett, Potato Head, Miles Bennett, Potato Head, and then through whatever means you choose, maybe you make a little note. Then the next day you see it and you think, Miles Bell Potato Head, that's not that's not worthwhile at all. Um, but I I came up with this idea while I was brushing my teeth in the wakeful hours. So I've I've harnessed the power. It's like, you know, when people talk about how the human which isn't, I don't think it's even true, the human brain only uses, I don't know, you need to consult the movie Lucy to find out some small proportion of, of its potential, like 10% or 5% or 1% or whatever. And if we could only unlock the other percentages, then we'd be able to do telepathy and move objects around and think of ideas like Moz Ben a potato head. But I have clearly, I've gone past, um, I didn't watch all of Lucy. Uh, it was kind of gross and weird. Um, I, I think people had kept having things in their stomachs I don't remember but I didn't want to watch it I have unlocked the power of my mind and I'm able to think of ideas like Mars, Ben a potato head and how do I do this? It is just by <laughs> and how does he do this? Because he is the Kwis at Adirak. That's uh, the little girl at the end of David Lynch's doing. That little girl was in um, Sybil, the sitcom. Um, nice work, if you can get it, and if you get it, won't you tell me how? That's how the, the theme tune went of that show. Let's take a breath.